Hi, good evening. Welcome to Barbie Are We podcast number 59. This evening, I am very pleased to be joined by Ian and Zoe. Ian, how are you doing? Brilliant. Thank you very much. How about yourself? Oh, tremendous, tremendous. Zoe, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Great to have you both with me. Um, this evening, we are going to look back at the Bristol game and we're going to look ahead to our last league game of the season. Um, it feels like it's been going on forever now, doesn't it? So, um, Bristol, I've got to ask the question. Did either of you actually see the whole match? I know neither of you were in the watch-along, and you may well have made the best decision if you if you were elsewhere. Ian, you were having the day out with, with family. Yep. You've seen the highlights, correct? Yeah, as I said, I think they put up for two minutes and 39 seconds of the extended highlights on the FA player. That's what I watched. That's as, as, that's as good as it gets. Zoe, did you have you sat through any more than, than Ian? Yeah, I watched the whole match live until my internet got a little bit shaky. It cut off just before the goal, so I, I missed oh, the best. You missed <laughs> the only bit worth watching. Okay, right, we'll come back to that. Good evening, Mark, Karen and John. Um, discussion during the watch-along that we were having was poor performance, fortunate, that Bristol didn't take their chances. You could tell why Bristol were where they are in the league. But then the flip side of that is we ground out to win. And I know it's a conversation that Mark was having on the podcast last week. And I know Anthony picked up on it during our watch along when he said points over performance. Ian, I made the point that that result, if we could have only managed it against Brighton, Against Reading, our season would have been very different. Are we being snippy? I ask this question when we've had a bad when we've had a bad performance but a good result. Do we just have to say, "Hey, let's take it. We won." Yeah, I'm always a one for points on the ball over performance. You know, sometimes you know, if you, even if you look back in the men, you know, we sometimes in that 19, in that treble '99 season. Sometimes we were lucky to scrape some wins. You know, I still think we should have, you know, we could easily be knocked out in the FA Cup semi-final that year if it wasn't for Peter Schmeichel saving the penalty. So I will always take points on the board of performance. But the problem is, though, if you keep getting poor performances, then that starts becoming an issue because eventually your luck will run out. And as we've seen this season, We've not always had that luck. As you said, Reading and games like that, we, sh we should have won. We took nothing from. Yeah. Um, Zoe, just before I ask you, um, John Fry said that he watched the whole game again as punishment, see where we went wrong. John, if you want to tell us what that is in about four or five words, we'd love to hear it. Uh, good evening, Vincent. Uh, Vincent lets us know that the um, the game against Liverpool, the men have got to have played, because obviously it didn't get played on Sunday, has been scheduled for the 13th of May. Um, and the Leicester game has been pulled forward to the Tuesday. So we were going to have a podcast next Tuesday. We're now leaving it as it is because that's shifted in this uh, in the last sort of uh, hour or so it's been announced. Namrata, very good evening. Hope you're keeping safe and well. Lovely to have you with us. Um, yeah, Karen makes the point here. Um, our way to win on Sunday was to bring on Jackie. It's a worry how poor our midfield is without her. Yeah, she, she definitely seemed to make, a difference just added a bit of energy good evening fiona um mark 
makes the point that I've always said it's the mark of a championship winning team. And I think Fergie's always said this, to win when you're not playing well. Um, shows a good team that we can play badly and grind out a result. Absolutely. Uh, John Fry, Zoe, I welcome to you in a minute. We were outfought by City. Preparations and tactics were better than ours. Okay. We didn't seem to turn up, didn't want to play. Did seem at times as if we were complacent. Um, and Fiona says, absolutely. Yeah. First touch was shocking on Sunday. Um, Zoe, Follow that. Your thoughts on the match? Yeah, well, um, I mean, I, I always agree. Uh, points over performance for me. I, I think it's it's you actually, Debs, that said in the past if you if you win every game by one nil, you're still going to win the league, aren't you? So, I you know I take that. But um, at, at the same time, um, you know, the, putting in those performances week in week out is how you get points, really. So it's a bit chicken and egg, really. And, um, you know, United, um, we've had it with the men where they've played really exciting football and it's been a thrill to watch. And then other times the whole the tactics and, yeah, we're getting the points, but it's just boring. And, you know, the, the, the difference um, for me was like on, on Monday night, uh, my mum's my a big West Ham fan, um, and I, I watched the game and uh, <laughs> I watched the, the men's game on Monday night and it, it was thrilling. It was nerve-wracking because it was end-to-end -end stuff. But that was football to me. And I, I wish sometimes that, you know, um, we play a little bit like that. And we, we we know we can do it. We've seen it before. We've seen those thrilling games from from our women. But recently, it's uh, it's been a struggle. And, and like you say, it's it's been a poor performance and we've dropped points. So um, it was good just to get the points on the board on Sunday. But um, it's a bit too little too late and uh yeah i want to see i want to see a bit more fight from them and a bit more excitement in the playing yeah yeah I, th I think we'd all have to see that something akin to what we had against spurs who are by the way um they're losing two nils to tottenham at the moment they're losing two nil to chelsea at the moment which sorry i just sorted yeah um all of which means sang will probably appear in the comments in about 15 minutes hopefully um all of which means that in terms of the super league um chelsea will go into the final day with a two-point um cushion over city um yeah just thought i'd tell you that before somebody says something about uh, chelsea um john fry makes the point to uh, in his opinion kristen press is getting better each game recently I think we'd all have to agree um, she's getting more involved and somebody that will definitely agree that Kristen's playing better. Karen, a very good afternoon to you. Fiona makes the point here, and this is something I want to look at in terms of we drop our standards to the opposition that we're playing. And I kind of want to touch on the lack of consistency and whether that's part of the fact that we have a younger, slightly inexperienced squad. Uh, I'll come on to that uh, in a moment. Namrata says, it's been a tiring season. Don't mind wrapping it up with three points each game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Considering that patch we had around the turn of the year, definitely. Um, and Mark agrees with uh, John uh, that Kristen's got better every game she's played this calendar year. Definitely. Okay, so Ian, Fiona mentions something that we talked about in watch-alongs, in socials, that we seem to have this ability to drop our level against the weaker, poorer teams. Sometimes we, we raise our level against the better teams. Second half against City at home, for example. But we've dropped our level. We've never really 
take out the Tottenham result, Tottenham game last week, we've never gone out and dominated a team perhaps the way we should have done. Even that result against Bristol earlier in the season at Lee, there's a couple of late goals that flatter that result, flatter that scoreline. Is this part and parcel of an inexperienced squad, a squad that's also been dealing with a pandemic? I know everybody's been dealing with a pandemic, but things have been thrown together a lot this season. Or is there something slightly more worrying at play here? If we go back to the championship season, there was only one game where I can really say that our level dropped, and that was that defeat at Durham. Otherwise, we were pretty much on it for the most of that championship season. You know, we we did score plenty of goals. You know, we did keep... We, the end of the deal, bad performance, but we still scored two, three, four goals. Whereas, and so you look at this season, yes, there are... A, the majority of the squad is the same. There's a, yeah, There are a few additions. You know, Jackie's new... Obviously, compared to the Champions season, obviously, Tobin, Kristen, uh, Jane Ross, um, and Honor. But the rest of that, and, and Lucy, but then the rest of that squad is pretty much what we had in the Championship. Um, so they had the mentality to keep their foot down and keep going in the, in, in the, in the Championship. I don't know why that hasn't transferred to the WSL. It's, to me, it's worrying because we should be dominating no disrespect to bristol no disrespect to west ham look at the score lines they have had this season against them you know west ham have conceded seven bristol have conceded nine um yet we can only you know we go down there on a you know it looked like a beautiful afternoon down down in bath for that game where i was not too far away beautiful day calm to only score one, yeah, there, there's, there's something worrying on that, if I'm honest. And an own goal at that. Um, Zoe, I'll come to you in a moment. There's some, there's some comments I just want to keep up with. Um, John Fry makes the point, again, this is what we've been saying. It's our first full season in the WSL, and we've looked look very tired recently with the depleted squad, okay? Is that a question of we've lost players, or is that a training issue? Um, Karen agrees um, with, you, with you, John, that uh, Kristen's settling in with the team, getting better each game. She's figured out her teammates and their play. Probably also an element of her getting used to the league. John Neville makes the point that it seems there's a bit of complacency creeping in. That worries me because we've got some players whose contracts are up at the end of this season. They're playing for their futures with Manchester United. I'd like to think they were putting in performances to justify new deals. Sean makes the point, we struggle when teams play the high press on us. Definitely. Um, yeah. Maybe some players are just not good enough to step up to the WSL. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've had to give a lot of these players from the championship team a chance. Maybe, maybe there's a few of them that we're moving on this summer. Um, and Mark gives me a two-part comment. We are missing a striker who... And he says, I don't know what the who is. Mark, give me the rest of that. Uh, unfortunately, thinks most some of the squad will be going in the summer. I think this is a conversation we've often had, that there needs to be wholesale changes, but you can't just jack in 10 players and get 10 new players to replace them. Do I think that's what we need? 
Yeah, probably. Do I think that's what's going to happen? No. I think we're looking at half I'm, a dozen. I'm thinking three or four. Okay. I'm being more more, more adventurous. Ah, mm -hmm. Mark says, we're missing a striker who will score 10-plus goals a season. I know we've looked at Alessia Russo. Had she been fit? Had Tobin stayed fit? Leah Galton was scoring goals. Yeah. I think we've got the players or had the players this year. We just didn't keep them fit. Um, Namrata comes back to my point about playing for contracts. If this is how they play to find possible new clubs, the future doesn't look bright. Yeah. Zoe, training issue, I, tiredness, injuries, what are we putting it down to? Um, A, a combination of them all, I guess. And uh, yeah, big one is that, that complacency. And I think in terms of transfers, I think we're going to be all very disappointed because what I can see happening is us losing all of our best players and uh, having to replace them. And so these ones that are some of the ones from the championship season that we would like to get rid of, we've got other places that, that need filling and they'll end up just sort of staying. Um, I could be wrong, but that's what I see happening because, uh, you know, the rumours are that we're, we're losing a lot of our a lot of our top class players and um and so can you really get rid of you know the others that are willing to stay when you're too busy trying to sort out five replacements or whatever for for those other players i, I don't know um that's 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 what worries me though um but yeah i think we we have got i think a lot of our players who played in the championship they were too good for the championship you know they, they showed that but I think some of them are, you know, we were fourth last season, going to be fourth again this season. I think actually they'd be better suited to sort of seventh or eighth in the league. Um, and there's just a core group of players that are showing that quality and have, have carried the team a lot. And, um, you know, I think towards the end of the season, like you say, a lot of those core players have, have got injured and it's it, it has massively affected us, not just on the pitch having them you know dominating possession or scoring for us but i think it it does give the other players who are fit a little bit of complacency because they know they're going to get the game because there's nobody else to play <laughs> so um so yeah i think it has an effect you know in a big way uh, injury and you know I, I never like just blaming injury um but um this season could have been so much different to, to how it turned out is is how i see it um but yeah that's that's my thoughts on it <laughs> okay certainly the rumors at the moment and whatever stock you put into rumors they're not good um namrata picks up on um when i said russo we're hoping for she's injury prone even in college we need another striker um, then she says, uh, LJ, Tobin and Press will leave. Um, that's the rumour. That's what's going around at the moment. We'll see. Um, John Fry, yeah, really good point. This is going to be Casey's hardest and toughest summer as a coach. It could make or break her as our coach and us as a team if she gets it wrong. But it's what she's allowed to do. I think as much as... Yes, this could make or break Casey. Last summer, she admitted she didn't get to do the deal she wanted because of COVID. She couldn't meet face-to-face -face with a lot of players. 
if the budget's tight, which we've been told, we don't have the budget of the top three. If that's the case, if we're losing our quality players, we can't then get rid of our squad players. What next? Uh, Fiona goes on to say, Zoe, pulling no punches tonight. I know Ian's quaking because Ian is still quaking after um, when he's... When, when, when he knew you were on this, he he, he had flashbacks to the um, the New Year show <laughs> and uh, the uh, the mic drop moment. So, uh, but then Fiona just go on to say, we all know Casey will surprise us, and I'm going to say one name. I know it's not going to be possible. We've obviously got different rules with visas, but honour. No, but and now if you're on, she'll jump in and say she knew. When Honor was signed, none of us had an idea what she was going to be like. And I think she has been the biggest surprise of the season in a good way. So Namrata's saying it, and I think we all agree. She backs Casey this summer. Casey's got my backing. I trust her. But she's got to do some business. If we're losing players, let's see who's coming in. Ian, are you worried about the transfer market? Slightly, but now, you know, the thing is that we do have a friend now in the role of football director for the the club, you know, because John has moved into that role who was very much supportive of Casey and building the team to start with. So having him in that role um, will probably help Casey in a way. Obviously, He's not the one that signs everything off, but you know, he's she's Casey's got an ally there. Um, but yeah, okay. The issue is obviously trying to bring in people from if we bring in people from abroad, the problem will be getting them the visa. Because if the issue we have with women's football is only senior minutes at international level count. There's no under 21 requirement. You know, if we tried to bring in Honor now or Ivana now, yeah. I don't think either of them would qualify for a work permit. I think so, certainly Casey said that Ivana wouldn't be able to happen this summer. Yeah. So as a case in point. So it's going to be tricky. And we all know that if we look at, say, the England squad, as an example, 90% well, 80% of that is Manchester City. We're not taking anybody from there. You know, Chelsea have signed up, you know, most of their good players for, you know, another two, three seasons. There's not many outgoing coming out of Arsenal. So local talent to bring in isn't really, really there to bring in from, say, one of the big three clubs. Um, so it's going to be a tough one. And I, I'll be, I'll say this now, I think L LJ will be going to Chelsea. Um, you know, I can understand why. You know, I don't think it's a football thing. I think it's more of a family thing because she is. Um, so I don't think she's going to play, if I'm honest, when she gets down there. But I can understand why she wants to go. Um, Tobin and Kristen, I would think, will probably go back to the US and be ready for the NWSL season starting in, in 2022. So how do you replace three of those types of players? I, I can't see where in the market case you can go at the moment. I'll be brutally honest. It's really, really difficult for us. So I think it's going to be a tough summer, but I'm looking forward to being proved wrong. Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to being proved wrong. The comments gone up the screen. Mark said that Lucy Stanford's been uh, impressive last few games. 
Fiona also says um, what will help Casey in terms of in the market is how Tobin and other players have spoken about her very publicly. Absolutely. Um, Namrata thinks that even if we'd have got Champions League, we probably wouldn't have brought more than one or two big name signings in. So doubts that affects our transfer plans. Maybe. Here's a name for you. Beth England, striker at Chelsea. I'd say yes if she's available. Zoe? Yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to sign her last year. I, you know, I was hoping that she might have, have made that move. Um, I, I really rate her and uh, have done for a while. And, you know, uh, when when Neville was, was at England, I wanted her to play more than, than what she did. I wanted her to start over some of the more senior players. I think, I think she's that kind of player that, that can give us a performance as well as points. So I, I definitely say yes. I would say though, if we, could, if we could get someone like Beth England, it's going to cost a lot of money because she only signed a new contract last summer. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mark, yes, let's you, Sorry, have LJ. you can have LJ, we'll take Beth. Absolutely. Sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> um, can anyone hear? Alan Hansen, can't win anything with kids. Look what happened after that. Yeah, we remember it. Well, some of us are old enough to remember it, but um, I'm not sure we've got the quality currently in the squad. But then Mark does say, and this is again the point about Beth England, a physical striker, something we need. It's that striker in the in the in the mode of Jess, someone that's going to run, someone that's going to give you that that energy. And as a fan, you want to see that, but more clinical. Uh, John Fry says, as you've all said, let's swap LJ. But Fiona makes the point, as you've again said, Ian, three years left on her contract. Then LJ signed a new contract last summer. Correct. And isn't there a rumour that if she goes to Leon, because that's one of the one of the destinations, if she goes to Leon, it will be for a huge fee. I don't think we're talking harder style three hundred odd thousand, but no, it's about one hundred and fifty k. I think I heard. Which in the women's game is huge. Karen is saying what we all want. Still hoping Press and Heath stay for at least half a season next year. Do you know what? Year. I'd settle for one, one game. Sign them for one home game. Just so we can all be there for one game. Um, Fiona. Fiona's doing Shane's job. Six goals, eight assists in 903 minutes this season before this evening. Um... Not prolific support, actually. Karen then comes on to a point. How long does Jackie have on a contract? Do we have to worry about her too? Yes. She expires. Yeah, she's expiring this summer. Yeah. Now, some say she's got another year. Some say it's up this year. Sang will depends be along. So it depends if that, there is that option that we like to put on. But we only started hearing it last summer about these option years. It wasn't for the women. Yeah. The men's contracts, nobody, no male player signs a contract at United without there being and an option for further year. Um, I'd get, I'd, I'd, I'd sh yeah, shackle Jackie and, and keep her for life kind of thing. Um, okay, Namrata, LJ leaving us could be our Coutinho moment like Liverpool. The club love, love an option. And then Vincent taps into what Mark said before. We might have to promote from the unders, from the development squad. We might. 
And if that happens, and bear in mind next year, I'm assuming there might be a slight relaxation in terms of the bubbles, because obviously we've had Tara Bourne and Carrie Jones who've been training with the main with the first team. We've not had players going back and forth like we did have at times last year. Rebecca May was in and out. So if they were in the first team bubble, they stayed in the first team bubble. Basically, nobody else could come in. But if there is that little bit more freedom and we do promote, we could see the name Solskjaer on, uh, on, on a, a women's team at some stage in the future. But yeah, there's always that possibility. There is some quality in the devs. Maybe. Maybe. I think we'd all like to like to think that we're going to bring in the signings first. Um, Namrata, I'm just going to pick up on this. Namrata says, I've gone back to it, LJ leaving us could be our Coutinho moment, Coutinho moment like Liverpool, who obviously, after he left, then went on to... I think they did something. Um, I'm not sure last season. Anyway, um, this season, LJ's been pretty injured. How much have we actually missed her? Or have we missed other people more? Zoe? We've definitely missed other people more. I mean, I've always... I've, LJ's always been one of my favourite players because she's such a creative player. She's, you know, she, she... She does amaze me, that you know, the way she can sort of dance around players and... Um, you know, she, she can strike and she's, you know, she's got the confidence, which I don't think all of our strikers do have the confidence. You know, I think they go through patches where, you know, they, they don't believe themselves that they're going to score. So you don't really believe that they're going to score either. Um, but LJ, to me, is a confident player and she's very, very talented. Um, and... And so, yeah, I, I thought we were going to miss her more than, than we did, really. And I think at the start of the season, she was injured. And, you know, we had Heath and we had Russo and it was, it, we were fine and we were doing really well. So when they got injured, I think it was it was very easy to think if Russo was in the team, we'd win. Or if, um, yeah, that's very league at Christmas without LJ. Absolutely. Yeah. John Neville. Sorry to cut across there, Zoe, but these are the points. LJ's hardly played this season. Fiona, missed others more. For her, LJ doesn't suit our style. I get the worry if LJ goes, but in the context of this season, mm -hmm. but I'm just going to stop you. I'll come back to you in a minute, Zoe. I said... <laughs> um <laughs> I'm going to say it now, Sang. If it's a choice between Chelsea winning the league or City winning the league, marginally, I'm going to hope for, for Chelsea. Um, so congratulations on your win tonight. Um, just a few more comments about LJ, actually. This is uh, going going well. Um, missed Heath and Leah Moore. Absolutely. More than LJ. We missed, missed Kirsty Smith when she's been out too. Mark, Kirsty Smith's been mentioned. Um, Namrata, use the LJ money to get two world-class players, a striker and a defender, and we'll immediately improve. Do you know what? Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, LJ's good and talented, but what is her position and does she fit the style of play entirely? This is what Fiona said. Um, was watching the lady. <laughs> yes. Well, interesting stat in terms of spuds. Abby Mack 
since her move to the to Spurs, has been an ever present in the league for Spurs. Ian, how many wins has Abby Mack experienced as a Spurs player? None. Correct. Um, John Fry, we've definitely missed Russo's goals. We've just missed anybody's goals. Yep. Um, no, sorry. Hang on. Uh, Stafford Ellisby yeah. might be happy most times to say, yeah, LJ's driving is not the best. Um, John Neville, Kirstie Smith's in the 50 Club. Congratulations to her, actually. I think we'd all agree, jokes apart, she, she has improved and stepped up at times this year. Sang, you'll be looking forward to seeing uh, LJ play for you. LJ has so much potential. Just a bit of maturity needed. Remember, she is young. Yes, but she's also a luxury player, I think. A luxury player who maybe we just can't afford to have right now. Um, Vincent asks, how much is LJ worth? Depends who's willing to pay for her, I suppose. Um, Fiona says, with the money, excuse me, from LJ, a world-class player with leadership experience. You know, that's something we've really, really missed. I think we need a player. We need a leader on the pitch. Um, now, Marat, we did discuss the fee. Rumours are saying it could be a world record transfer fee, so it has to be more than the 300000 for Harder. So we're talking massive, massive money within the women's game. My only hope is that if that is the case, Casey gets the chance to use all of it. Um, and Sang says we need an old-school number nine. <sighs> yeah. So, LJ. Question I was going to ask. Yeah. Actually, no, 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 yeah. no, no. I think we're we're, we're underselling ourselves here. I will tell you what. I tell you what, Sam. I'm saying no chance because <laughs> if LJ is going to get three hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, yeah, three hundred thousand on the open market. I want more than Beth England. We'll take Sam Kerr. She scored twenty this season now. Do you know that, <laughs> I, I, Jake? You're not here. But if Jake was on... She can finally score a goal. She can't score against us, but she can finally score. Who's the uh, top scorer for Spurs at the moment? Any guesses <laughs> this season? Alana Kennedy? No? don't know then. Jake's favourite, still. Still? Still. Oh, God. Sure I heard that on the commentary. Um, Sang's not budging. I tell you what, Sang, I'm not budging either. I want more than Beth England for, for LJ. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, some great comments coming in tonight. I don't want to ignore them. Um, right back. I think we recognise the areas that we need to strengthen in. And I know that this is probably going to be the conversation that dominates way into the off-season. And I think this has also been a really nice way of us to ignore the fact that we played so poorly on Sunday that we've almost ignored that much. Um, <laughs> regardless of the performance on Sunday, we won. We are, as we said, we're, we're guaranteed fourth place. We play Everton on Sunday. And <laughs> yeah, apparently, apparently Namrata. Yeah, not against... Uh, oh yeah, they did score against us, didn't they? Mm, yeah, basically just reflection. Look at the Yeah, yeah. It's not 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 any great skill or anything. You guys should keep LJ for all her faults. She has potential. I don't think it's up to us now. 
I get the impression we're talking about a situation a bit like with Lotta, whereby um, she Lotta was homesick. And obviously because she couldn't fly back and forth and because her family couldn't visit her, and I think her boyfriend had gone back to Sweden, she asked to leave. I think we've got a similar situation here. Um, if you've got an unhappy player, don't keep them. That's my theory. Case is um, always been one for, for you know, yeah. if if you you're not happy and you need to go and you want, she's always been the person. She's always saying that I need to see the player person before the player. So she's always been one. If if LJ is homesick and she wants to go home, she wants to go back to London. Then Casey will make that happen for her. You know, Casey's not someone to keep a player because if she if we keep an LJ, she will then get unhappy. She then won't perform. So. Yeah, Casey's always going to be one that looks after the person first. So, if, as I said, if LJ's unhappy and she wants to go home, then Casey will have it. Um, Fiona gives us the breakdown of the Spurs goals this year. Lego, Lego? Head. Really? As, as we all know. For anybody who doesn't know, Lego Head is um, Ashley Neville. Um, next time you ever get the chance to watch a play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Queen, Alex Morgan. Siri Worm and Angela Addison have all got two goals in the league. They're the leading scorers for um, for Spurs. Um, so Ashley Neville is known as Lego Head and is also known as Bronze Light. And Namrata, she has scored, but also I think she's been booked a lot more. She should have been sent off at least once this season. So, um, yeah, Sang appreciates uh, the mentioning of Lego Head. Ah, um, oh, John Fry's coming in with a, with a score prediction. Are we ready? We're going for third place. We're going to win 20. We've got to score 28 goal. We've got to get a 28 goal swing. I think it's happening. John Fry, we're going to win by 28 clear goals on, on Sunday. Everton will find a way to get the game postponed. Yeah, probably. Um, Mark, ultimately, if LJ goes to Chelsea, is she going to be a starter? Much as you said, Ian, in his opinion, she'll be sat on the bench because who is going to make way for her? Absolutely. Um, Chelsea squad. 300,000 can buy all of the Blues players for that. <laughs> make an indentation. Uh, certainly, Sang, there's no way she would start. Kirby, Kerr, England, harder than LJ. Erin Cuthbert, I'll have her. I know Nat's got a soft spot for her. Um, the young players who've done well for Chelsea and Neve Charles and Jess Carter, players who cover every blade of grass. Can LJ do that? I'm reminded of something I was watching. Um, <laughs> this is a new name, LJ Benchwarmer. Um, <laughs> there, there was um, Wayne Rooney was talking about when he was, when he played with Cristiano Ronaldo. And Gary Neville said to him, did you ever feel annoyed that you were having to cover and he was just doing his thing and he said no because we understood he was that kind of player we all put the graft in so he could do his thing because at the time Ronaldo was close to or if not the best player in in the world so they didn't mind doing that I can't see any vote that that Chelsea team thinking yeah we'll put a shift in just so that LJ can stand there and maybe she'll just do something and She's going to have to work at it. And don't get me wrong, some of the best moments we've had in the three seasons of our existence have been because of LJ. That goal she scored at Chelsea this season, incredible. 
absolutely brilliant. But for every one of those, there's how many times we've all shouted her name in frustration. Um, Sang, who's seen far more of Chelsea play than I have, says, "With watch how much, um, watch how much covering, how much work Sam Kerr and Frank Kirby do. Our style does not allow for non-workers." Yeah, absolutely. Fiona makes the point. This is actually really good. I think Casey plays LJ as a striker, so she doesn't have to cover defensively. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. Imagine if LJ had Cuthbert's work rate. I think as a fan, Zoe, I don't know if you agree with me on this. As a <laughs> fan, I love to watch a player put a shift in. I love, I love, absolutely love those players who have the skill, have the talent. Yeah, absolutely. Let's not forget that first goal in the Super League last year for us against Liverpool. Incredible. I love watching players who've got skill, but I more than that as a fan, especially when I'm at a game, I love watching a player put a shift in. And I love watching a player play with their heart. That's from what gets me as a fan. I don't get that with LJ. Would you rather have the kind of player I've described or would you rather have the, the, the mercurial talent of someone like LJ? Oh, it's tough. It's a tough one because I, I'm with you, um, you know, and I think that's what, what was lacking on on, on Sunday. Um, you know, we've been in the ground before when we've lost, but you can see the, the, the work rate of, of our players and how much effort they've put in and how much how, how much it means to them to wear the shirt and to, to, to be playing and how much that, that loss has hurt them because they, you know, because because they didn't get the win. Um, and, and I like to see that. And, you know, it, it gives me comfort when we've lost that at least they, they put it all on the line for that game, you know. And so, yeah, I, I love players like that. That's what I want. I want all, all our players to do that. At yeah. the same time, I get, I do get, I still get excited when LJ's on the ball because I just have confidence. And I don't know whether, it, you know, while she was talking then, it got me thinking, is it just because LJ's been there in those moments, those those memorable moments? Um, you know, like like she got the, game, the, the goal at Old Trafford, for example. You know, that was a memorable moment for the team, for us, even though we weren't there. It was still a game that's going to go down in our history. And it was LJ that was there. So she's not there in every game and she's not there in in the, you know, I don't know, the, the odd games against Bristol or whatever that we just want a, a result kind of thing. But um, so maybe that's why I like LJ so much because she's just been there in those moments. But, um, but yeah, I, I do. I, I get excited when she's on the ball because I just believe that she can do something with it. Whereas some of the others, yeah, they, they work hard and I love them for working hard. But I just don't have that confidence that they can finish in those moments, I guess. But yeah. Um, we're not able to step away from LJ. Um, never mind. Never mind Everton. Never mind. We're all expecting it to get postponed anyway. Um, Fiona says the move to Chelsea is not about football; it's about family. Who else in or near London would take her? She's burnt to bridges. We presume at, at Arsenal. Spurs. No. Step up. Chelsea is the only move now. Sean makes a really great point. Surely if you pay a world record fee for a player, you start them. 
Can't deny that. Um, John Fry, it's taken you 39 minutes. Got Amy T mentioned. Absolutely. Talking about attitude, talking about the way they play, that's why we all love to see somebody like Amy T, heart and soul out on the pitch. Sang, surely uh, Coach Stoney can reach LJ. I remember when she signed for us, there were comments about her attitude had been questioned at Arsenal. I'm not saying it's her attitude here, but maybe there's a different mentality issue. Let's not ignore what she can do. She can score a goal out of nothing. The owner's absolutely right. Probably only one or two others that can do that. But she would have more if she passed or worked as hard as others. Yeah, absolutely can't deny that. John Fry says, uh, points out to Sang, she wants to be near her dad and her brother so can understand her homesickness. If she wants to go, nothing Casey can do. Absolutely. Um, you need a team before you add LJ into the question. Unfortunately, United are not there yet. This is a really good point as well. Too many positions are still iffy. Yep, can't deny that. Namrata, I still want LJ to stay, but if she leaves, good luck to her. Yep, absolutely. Like you said, Zoe, she's given us some great moments and just rattling some of them off there. Um, Sang, yeah, if that's the case, there's nothing for it. Um, the fee for LJ is more about her potential rather than what she can do now. That's another good point. We're talking about what we think she can go on to do. Um, because, as Namrata says, if she fulfills her potential, definite future Ballon d'Or winner there. Would you agree, I remember, I remember when the, the team was announced. You know that day back in, was it June of 2000? June the 8th. June yeah. the 8th. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a date out, not because I'm one of those, but I know June the 8th was, was the day yeah. it was in, whether that was the team date. Um, but yeah, back in June. I, remember, I, think it was, I think it was Rich. Rich Lafferty said, that she has the possibility of becoming the best footballer this country's ever seen for a woman. Now, this is interesting because I have a memory, Mark, bear me out on this one. Before the Reading game, the first game at home, I was on the tour actually at United. I was with my niece and nephew, neither of whom are in this evening. No sweets next time you sit in my garden. And there was a lady that was there in the, in, in the tour working for the club and she, we said that we were looking forward to going to the game that weekend. And she said that she was responsible for driving three players to games because they were too young. They weren't driving yet. They weren't in clubhouses. One of them was LJ. And I didn't know about LJ at the time. And she said, I think she could be one of the best players in the world when she gets, when she's older. And I just thought, yeah, all right. You've seen a kick a ball a few times. Very quickly, I got it. I really understood it. So people know what she's capable of. People have seen it. The big issue for me is there. It's between the ears. Um, LJ will come back someday. I can see it. Maybe the all-conquering hero. We'll take that, won't we? Um, one for a buyback clause, not bad one, is it? You want Sorry, buyback clause. Yeah, but come on, it's United. So if it's a buyback, it's anything like the Pogba deal. We'll end up, we'll sell for three hundred thousand and buy for four million. True. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get on. Uh, Ian, anything you want to say about the Everton game this weekend? Anything you want to say about the league being wrapped <laughs> up? I know we've still got a cup game to play after it but 
Um, yeah, Mark. We, we need to, you know, we we need to put on a performance. There's, you know, we can't, you know, Leicester are going to be up for it in, you know, in a, in, in a week on Sunday. We know that, you know, they've just won the, the championship. They've got this weekend off, Yeah. remember, because they're, they're, they finished last weekend. So they're not playing this weekend. Um, we need a performance. You know, Casey's, we know Casey's not one for, um, She's always said she always wants a performance out of her players, and she she and she will say if she's not had it. You know, she I, I don't know what she said at the end of the game on on Sunday, but I have a feeling she wasn't happy. Um, so we need performance. We need three points. We've got a, a record against. We're Shane around if he's around. You know, we've always scored three against them at home or something silly like that, haven't we? Uh, we always scored three against them. Um... So we lost them. Um, yeah. Cup. Because oh, in the league. Oh yeah, yeah. and also in the Conte. Yeah. The, the Conte Cup we lost them, but we've always scored three against them in the league. All right. John Fry can see it being one nil again. Put down on it straight away then. Um, <laughs> that Everton team aren't as good as people think they are. You know, let's just look at Everton's results against big sides this year. Haven't been great. I think you know they've drawn against a few of the lower division, you know, lower opponents as well recently. So it's a home game; we should win it, and then that's a good launch pad in, into the into the FA Cup tie, into the FA Cup tie, which is again is a, it's a cup game. It's a cup game we want to win as well. So you know we need to go into that on the back of a, of a good result on Everton. So um, I'm optimistic. That Casey will get a performance out of them because they will not want to end a season on a low. And as you said, as we said, there are players still playing possibly for contracts. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm hopeful. It might not be, you know, we might not score a three against them, you know. But if we're honest, that Conti Cup tie. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> if that Conti Cup tie, we were the better side, and if yes. it was a one breakaway goal that we yes. conceded from, otherwise we dominated that Conti Cup game. We dominated them at Wallyhall Park in the league and got a good win there as well. Yes. So you know they're a team we know we can beat, and obviously the Willie Kirk factors there as well. Ah, exactly. John Fry picks up on that. First of all, sang. Okay, if we lose to Everton, we're going to be taunted. Mark, we need to find a way of not letting some people into this, if that's the case. Um, uh, no, sorry, Willie Kirk. Yep, absolutely. Um, just also, I know they're not on tonight, but um, I know it's my duty to give the niece and nephew sweets. Ian, take this on board as well for your niece, so that when they go home, they keep the parents awake all night. I'm now getting the revenge on my brother that I wanted to as a child. So absolutely. My niece was given a lint chocolate bunny egg when I saw her on Sunday. Just one? No, there's a there's a bunny egg. So it was a, you know it was like this big with a couple of bunnies in it and an egg. So, just one? Uh, Come on, Ian. Get sugar. Keep them awake. Um, oh, no, trust me. Well, that wasn't it. There was more than that. Trust me. So yes. As long as it's just no applesauce, Ian. Um, <laughs> three nil or three one says Sang. 
Uh, Namrata, last league, last match of the league season, nothing but a big win. Oh, I hope so. Um, thank you, Sang, saying uh, only seven thumbs up. Yeah, please, if you don't mind. Thank you. Um, Fiona makes the point they won't be able to cope with Leah again. They've struggled against Leah. Leah yeah, Leah's had them on toast every single time we played them. They've not been able to stop Leah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, sorry, I'm just having a quick check through. Namrata wants to see a, a Leah hat trick. Russo comes on for five minutes. I know Russo had a setback in her recovery, so Casey said she just wanted to slow things down. Whether we see Russo again this season, I don't yet know. Um, doesn't matter if it means nothing in terms of opposition, they should play for the badge. Absolutely right, because even though there's nothing to play for, it still means something to us as fans. Mark, yep, winning breeds confidence. We've won our last three. Hopefully we can keep that run going. Yes, absolutely. And uh, as well as teaching your niece the right things and uh, good chocolate, no applesauce. Also, Ian, oh, no watery gravy either. Um, when Leah's on form, she's a joy to watch. I think in some ways, if we got a performance out of Leah Galton, I think that would almost be the pick-me-up that we as fans want to finish the season well with. We're on um, the, the, the the wonderful FA player on oh, Sunday. Okay. Um, <laughs> who's the Do we know who the ref is? Yes, uh, the referee this weekend is a new one for us. Uh, it is, um, where is it? Uh, Louise Saunders from Kent. Okay, I need to know. I need to know what the, what the reputation is like, what the history is like, what the poor decisions were she's like. Only ever, she's only ever been a fourth official for us. She's never refereed us. Has she refused to give a goal by any chance or given an offside when we weren't offside? She'll have done something. She was praised by a couple of teams in the East and Southeast recently for her performance. That is all I can find on her. She is not very well known. She's she's only refereed two other WSL games over the last three seasons. She's been most of the time she's in the championship. Yeah, I'm now worried that I don't think she's good enough. Sang says <laughs> on the Russo front, don't think Casey should risk her, to be honest. Absolutely agree. Would rather that she next season as well. Um Karen, sorry, Karen. Um, Leah and Russo not on for long, saving them for the cup game. Yeah, yeah. We just need to know. Does she know her parts of the body? Um, Wanda makes the point. Even though we don't know anything about it, she's on the list. The list of bad refs. Okay, every ref starts on the list. They then have to work their way off it. Very few actually ever do. Um, <laughs> Sang, we seem to have issues with these. Doesn't every team have issues with refs? Is it just United fans? Zoe, what are you hoping for on Sunday? <laughs> um, well, first of all, I've been thinking whilst, uh, sorry to not drop the LJ topic, and uh, I'm, I'm no expert on contracts, but what about if we moved her brother to United and then her brother and father would be in Manchester and she won't be homesick anymore, maybe? Um, someone, someone can dig into contracts for me. <laughs> Am I mistaken in the belief that... United did have uh, a youth player not too long ago called Rhys James, different Rhys James. And it was at a time when I think LJ's brother was at Wigan. And there was oh. a bit of confusion. I think it was spelled Rhys, R-H-Y-S. But 
I, I do have this memory, this thought of we did have a Reese James that wasn't the Reese James. Um, do you know what, Zoe? Stranger things have happened. Um, I think he's more. I think he's more likely to go abroad. Actually, her brother. Where does that then leave her? That's why I don't get the Leon thing because I can't see her going to Leon. But I remember an, an interview with, with LJ really early on when, probably in our first season, when asked what her goals for her career were, she said, having seen what her brother was doing, she wanted, I mean, this is materialistic at best, she wanted to earn a lot of money. And I remember thinking, you're not going to do that in this country. You're going to have to go abroad. Go pay the parking fine somehow. Go to pay the parking But also, me, she's got to get another language. Uh, right, Fiona. Oh God, I'm way out. 2013, 2015. We had a left back called Reese James, not spelled the way I said it was. Now plays for Donny Rovers. Um, LJ's contract runs till 2025. Zoe, I get you thinking, but um, the dream's over. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the lure of uh, Dino Golf at uh, the Trafford Centre on a Thursday is is on the day off is, is enough to keep LJ in Manchester. Um, and interestingly, I think we've said this, she's never really seemed to be in any of the clubhouses. She's always seemed to be on her own, whether that's been an issue as well. Um, do you expect to see LJ play for us again this season? Zoe? Uh, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, as, a, as a farewell, I guess. But um, um, I don't know, really. Um, it depends on injuries, doesn't it? Really, <laughs> but uh, no, I think it'd be it'd be nice to to see her um, either on on Sunday or uh, in the FA Cup game. Um, but uh, I, I mean, going back to your question about what I expect on Sunday, yeah, I just want a performance. I just want to end on a high. Um, do, do I expect a lot? I mean. Uh, to me, Everton's our closest rivals because we feel. I feel like we have that same rivalry that we do in the men's game with, say, City or whatever. Um, not to do with, obviously, proximity, but because of that whole Willie Kirk connection and because, like, last year they were, like, our, our closest team. You know, we were in a battle with them for fourth uh, all, all season. Um, so, to me, I just really want to... To beat them and and yeah, to to end on a high and uh, get that performance and like you say, if uh, if if Leah's playing, if if she's uh, if she's on, you know, she always causes them problems. So uh, it'd be nice to see a great performance out out of Leah. Um, I apologise now for anybody who may be in our watch along for the amount of times I abused Jill Scott for elbowing people. Um, will LJ play for us again? John Fry says no. Fiona says maybe we'll get a farewell tour on the bike. She was on it for enough matches. Um, if she's going to leave, no. Um, we need to get rid of sentiment, start building for next season now, not the end of the season. Absolutely, I think we'd all agree. Um, Fiona, in terms of Everton, we've played them so many times as well. Oh, how long have we got? Not enough time. Question from a non-United Ladies fan. What's the drama between you lot and Mr. Kirk? Well, the simple fact is this. When the team started, Willie Kirk was Casey's number two. Then Willie Kirk decided to leave and take the job at Everton. Apparently, 
that didn't go down very well. Ever since, Everton have basically employed dirty tricks to get games against us postponed, not played, or various other things. And uh, we just don't really like them and trust them. Have I missed anything out there, Ian? No. No, that's it. Um, yeah. If LJ wants to make money, she has to get over being homesick. Do you know what? Great point. Great, great point. Yeah. Um, Karen, if she wants to make money, maybe you'll be watching her more. Maybe she'll end up over in the States. I don't know. Don't think there's... I, don't, I don't think we'll see LJ again this season. She didn't even make the bench on Sunday. So if she's not even fit for the bench, then I don't think we'll see if on Sunday or against Leicester. There's a nice Blair Witch quality about your picture at the moment, Ian. Every now and again, it just goes a bit sepia. <laughs> and I just think I need to stick 50p in the meter. Um, that was comprehensive and scary. That was the clean version. When it comes to Willie yeah. Kirk, Namrata from players. <laughs> Good news, Namrata says. According to Jackie's agent, her contract is until June of next year. Hurrah! We've got yes, a whole yeah. another season to watch her not score. Um, <laughs> this is where she will score on Sunday now. Oh, honestly, maybe that's what she's waiting for. You see, Fiona's got it. Great news. We needed to hear that. Needed to hear that Jackie's staying with. I, I know I say it in our in our watch alongs, but Jackie's goal for us, she will score for us, but she will know nothing about it. She'll be off, <laughs> be off the backside. Um Sang didn't realise it was so deep rooted. The thing is, from our perspective, coaches leave. It's the fact that we're told that, that something happened that wasn't very it left the players quite unhappy. Jackie stays. Fiona says she's saving a golf when she celebrates a new contract. She's saving the golf when we're all in there. And actually, at this point in the season, that's kind of where, yeah, in terms of Willie Kirk, Burn Bridges, that's kind of where my head goes now. We know some of these players are going to be moving on. But actually, the new season gives us all an opportunity to hopefully get back into grounds if we can do, if we're able to, if we're local to some grounds. Ian, I know we've talked about this on the socials at times. You ready to get back in? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I am. Uh, there are a few things that was, which, are, which have been stopping me, which obviously, you know, um, my mother's medical issues that she has. So I've been trying to, um, you've just read the same comment as I have, haven't you? Um, There's two of them and we're running out of time. Go on, Ian. I'll let you finish. Um, no, I, I, no, as I say, by September, yeah, I will be, I will be, I'll be, I, if, if I'm not working or I can get there for work, I will be at Lee or wherever we are opening game of the season, I will be there. If we have a chance to be at a game before then, pre-season, which is unlikely because we know most of the pre-season games play behind closed doors, um, I will I will, I will, be there, you know. I can't wait to get back and, and support the, the girls, you know. They've had a whole season with no support. That, for them, must be really, really odd. So, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting back, you know, not been on a train up to Manchester for you know. Last train I took was back from that Everton game from Liverpool, and I thought, "Good riddance, I'm out of this place." But you know, I was looking forward to coming up for the Chelsea. Was it Chelsea? Yeah, it was a Chelsea game, wasn't it? They got um, called off in the win. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I've not seen you as a person since that game in February of 2020. So, me, Ian. As soon as we can get back in the stadium, I, I, will, I will be there because, you know, I would have had at least a first jab by then. So, okay. Zoe, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to ask you the same question, but there's some comments and we're over time, but I can't miss these. Namrata <laughs> says, Jackie's waiting for Liverpool to get promoted to score a first goal. She might be waiting a very long time. Yeah. Playing devil's advocate, who do we, um, who did you more wrong, Willie Kirk or Alex Greenwood? That's a great question. Um, both. That's, nice. that's, a, that's a sixty-minute question on its own. That is, and this is the thing. There's a couple of questions here. There's a great question, Mark. This is for you. Next week, what areas do you guys feel you need to improve for next season? That in itself is a podcast, Mark. There's your starter for next week. Um, in terms of, are you ready? Mark says, just let me in. According to John Fry, he says Willie Kirk for him. Um, da, 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 <laughs> Namrata, where do we need to improve next season? The medical department. Absolutely brilliant. Um, Vincent's expecting some green and gold scarves at the women's game. May well be. Oh, Mark. Mark picked up on that as well, the treatment room. Zoe, you looking forward to it? You ready to get back in? Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, it's going to just be one big party to see you all again and uh, and to support our, our girls. And, you know, you've done a brilliant job of making sure that, that they've had the support through the flags and stuff. And, uh, you know, when you see it on telly, I, I'm sorry to any other fans that are out there, but you can see that United are, are the most well supported. And that's thanks to you guys. That are running the Barmy Army, so um, yeah, and uh, I have to give a question to Ian as he put his order oh, in yeah. at the stadium. <laughs> it's banned, it's banned because they cannot guarantee that anybody would even care for it. I don't, um, um. So the FA Cup game might have fans allowed. No, it's the 16th, unfortunately. The women's season will finish um, just the day the before. Day before the yeah. men, there will be one home and one away game. Um, the Fulham game for the men is going to be at home. Um, please, please, ticket office, let me and Mark in, please. Um, John uh, says he won't be here next week. He'll miss the podcast. John. We'll miss you. Um, we'll mention Amy Turner a few times. So, so you're still with us uh, in spirit. Sending thoughts for next week. Yeah, look after yourself. Keep well. Um, Karen, oh, 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 it'll be first time season ticket holder. Brilliant. Can't wait to see you all support the girls. Karen, don't be a stranger. Come and find us all. Come and see us all. Mark says no Vuvuzelas allowed. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he goes, Zoe, United don't sell things that make, don't make a profit. Applesauce will make a loss. Who'd want that? Zoe, just a quick point you made, and I know I'm going way over here. Um, the flags, there's two more games. I know um, Mark and I are going on Friday. I think Friday's put the flags up for the Everton game. The plan will be to do the same the following week for the Leicester game. And I think now we could get to a point where we can recognise just how important it's been. Ian, I know your, um, your match reports have been really well received. So... We've tried during this season, and I know we've really appreciated everybody who's been part of the podcast, either as a guest or as a contributor, um, everyone who's watched it. Um, we're getting there. 
we're getting there. Bear in mind, I've said this before, we started the podcast just to get us through that first lockdown. I never imagined 59 episodes later we'd still be going. Um, but we are, we're going. And we are going to be spending the summer, maybe not every week, we're going to be talking about new signings, where do we need to strengthen, the things that have been mentioned this evening. Um, and maybe we'll actually have a proper physical people in a room catch up. Um, yeah. Oh, I could go on. For, I could go on for another half hour at least. Um, Zoe, Ian, thank you so much for this evening. Um, I feel like I've barely got the chance to talk to you because we've had some incredible comments. Thank you so much to everybody who's watched. Thank you everybody to, who's con who contributed. Um, Mark's back next week. He's back on the Wednesday. We're sticking to normal because the men's games have switched now. Um, I'm not sure who he's with, but he'll be reviewing the Everton game. Um, lovely. I'm taken care of. He's bringing the pizza. Karen, thank you. Uh, hope you enjoyed the. Sh hope you enjoyed. Um, need a flag for our number seven, uh, um, seven seventeen. All got, got them all actually. Yeah, um, March bring the garlic bread as well. Sorted. Cheesy garlic bread. It'll be cheesy. Oh yeah, no, don't worry. He knows that Ian. Um, yeah, thank you all, everybody, for watching. Really, really enjoyed this evening. Um, keep well, keep safe. Mark's back next week. Um, make sure you tune in, and um, we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone. Good night. Bye bye.